Hey guys, just a little announcement before the start of episode three of Goon Quest. I had a little bit of an issue with recording Joey's audio, so you'll see in comparison to the rest of everyone else's, it kind of doesn't sound very great, and it was just because I never turned his mic on, and so all of these his audio is picked up from my mic or other people's mics, so I did my best with it. Sorry, his voice is going to sound bad, and sorry to Joey if uh, you listen to it. Uh, thank you guys, and please enjoy the episode. Are you suffering from joint pain, back pain, stiff neck, or muscle soreness? Then visit the chiropractor. Using ancient techniques from the Silver South Mountains, I can make sure you weather any storm caused by battle wounds, old age, or anything else life throws your way. Just ask one of my satisfied customers. Yeah, man, he really does some good work. Fix my back right up after he broke Visit the chiropractor. Today. Call now and receive complimentary pineapple kombucha with your session. The chiropractor is not held liable for any injury caused by lightning bolt, deafening thunder, or arcane mishap. The chiropractor! <laughs> Goon Quest is a Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast containing both crude and sensitive humor, with occasional references to things like drugs. Content warnings can be found in the description. In an instant, the continent of Inthria faced a turning point as magic and gods which had once been gone for over a thousand years returned in a flash. The sovereignty, only recently formed by the joining of three kingdoms, now stands as a beacon in the ensued chaos. With magic's sudden return and the rise of both good and evil theologic practice, many are left to question the integrity of the sovereignty with these new strong influences. It all begins with a group of adventurers brought together in the wake of a small town's destruction by the flames of the dragon Calyrex. This is Goon Quest. My name is Jimmy May, and I'm your debatably clairvoyant dungeon master to this world of my own creation. Joining me today and days going forward are my goons. Hello, I am goon number one. My name is Joey. I'm from Texas, and I'll be playing Plato today. Um, something you should know about Plato is that uh, while he's not completely devote to one god, he is somewhat religious. Um, depending mm. on the uh, opportunities before him and the mindset he needs to be in, he'll, he will find uh, you know prayer in the god that is... Most applicable to the situation. So he's like he's like a Roman. They just accepted every god into the pantheon. Yeah, like, do I need to be warlike today? Okay, I'll, I'll I'll devote some time to handling that. Okay, so basically the Brazen Storm, who or Brazen Storm, who's like our war god in this world. Right. If he wants, if he's at the animal sanctuary, he's like, oh, let me be something soothing, you know, and he'll try to the appropriate god. Oh, okay, yeah, and he knows all of them then. He's he's finally aware. He doesn't know everything about them, but he's he's aware enough to be like, oh, this is this is probably this person. Great, great, great. All right, I'm Jaden. I'm goon number five. I'm playing Ithquant. A fun fact about Ithquant is he's been spending these two months traveling, training with Plato and Borovic, and uh, practicing on dealing with blocking and avoiding magic. And how's Since that going for him? Uh, I mean, he's taking pretty good strides in it. I'd say. I think, uh, you know, I mean, he's still going to be keep on training. You know, never stop training. 
have that grind mindset, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the um, never stop training grind mindset. Exactly. On the oh. pure scale grind set. <laughs> exactly. The pure scale grind set. No, but I mean, he's definitely enjoying it. It's just, you know, since magic's been gone, he hasn't had much uh, interaction with it. And he figured he'd get in some training on dealing with it. Yeah. And so it's very sudden. He had to learn mm-hmm. how to do it very quickly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm goon number two. My name's Alec, and I'm from, and I'm playing Address. Uh, fun fact about Address: he has not broken his nose and is very, very afraid of doing so. There's more so, so than any other bone in his body. Yeah, that's very bad. You get broken nose, mm-hmm. a lot of things could happen, right? Can it make like fuck with your skull, right? Yeah, and even then, everyone's gonna know you broke your nose. It's just very obvious. It never looks the same. Mm. But yeah. Hi, I'm Lil Goon Samuel. I'm from just down the road, and I'm playing Borvik the Black Dog Smokestone. And a fun fact about Borvik, at this point in the campaign, this is currently the longest he's gone in his life without stealing something. Oh my god. And Which, it's starting to wear on him. <laughs> and so, you guys went on this like two and a half month long journey, leaving. He hasn't stolen anything from any of his companions during that time, or has it just like been a week? No, he hasn't stolen anything from me. He's not a companion stealer. He's a heist runner. Okay. <laughs> the last time he's ran, it's been so he's got a, he's having heist withdrawal. Exactly. Exactly. The thrill. <laughs> he's just got the itch to to, to get a steal. crew together. Was he One really disappointed job. when the uh, the priest answered the door? Wildly and didn't? disappointed. Okay. Yes. <laughs> he had hammer in hand, ready to break down the door. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I've mean, never seen someone so disappointed to see a priest. We arguably heisted a, a the tomb. You know, that, that's something. Eh. We had a lot of people didn't want us to steal from them. <laughs> it's a lot of dead people. People. Uh, group's first combat encounter with undead and pre-campaign stuff, but yes. That's, that's fair. Or pre, no, pre-podcast yeah. stuff, yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks, Samuel. <laughs> Sorry about your lack of heists. It's okay. Uh, hello. My name is James, and I will be okay. playing Veralden Derrickson. Uh, Ranger of the Conclave. I'm from your mother's house, and I'm here at my father's house to be like, hey, my fun fact <laughs> is that uh, Veralden, uh I'm your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that I am your father. <laughs> um, not Veralden, me. I am your father. I'm sorry, this is how you had to find out. Uh, jokes aside, uh, Veralden's fun fact is that he used to be uh, very, like, during his peak ranger days he was very devout to the untamed mm-hmm. but um you know things have been a, a little rocky when for he, a while he didn't get magic back when the uh, when magic like, came back well first it was like a you know there was that whole night of murder and you know that was a little shaky and then he was coming back and then magic came back and he was like oh well that's cool and then we were in with the k and it was like oh the untamed is dead and he's like oh he That's did cool. hear a rumor that the god he worshipped is dead. Yeah. That is a worrisome point to him. You know, that may or may not be true. He doesn't really know. He hasn't really, you know, taken the time to figure that one out. Yeah. He's still trying to figure his own shit out. Yeah. He's got a lot to work on. All right. Perfect. That's a, it's a good uh, point to transition now into a little bit of a recap for us as uh, you're all trying to figure some shit out. Um, yeah. But uh, recapping, uh, where you guys last left off, you had had a bit of a fight address and you ended up uh, giving the people's elbow straight down from 40 feet above into the ground of uh, Keg Sternly, uh, nearly breaking his back completely, but later in celebration actually popping his back for him. However, uh, Plato, 
on the other hand, while helping with Adris's uh, competition, met a uh, met actually Tannis, who is the person that actually owns T3 Oil, and had a little bit of a conversation with him and learned that he, in fact, was a wizard as well. Despite the fact he didn't advertise it blatantly, other than just saying he had a spell book, the part that really sold it to him was that he poked uh, and said no words that he that uh, was coherently understandable by Plato. He poked you, and you appeared back at the stable, which you know is probably about like four hundred feet away. Quite humbling. Yeah, quite humbling as you just entered and appeared somewhere else, and uh, you've yet to pass any of this information on to Bookie. Nor does he un- he know fully that anything about Bookie, but um, you were humbled slightly to some extent. Yeah. <laughs> um, as we will jump over to our Dragonborn, um, our sorry, our our pure scale Dragonborn, as uh, Ithquant, uh, you did your best effort to go sabotage other carts during this time and made a pretty good effort out of it, severely hindering the loggers' alignment on their cart. Uh, making their speed drop drastically for the a good portion of this competition coming up, you um, during this time as well went to deal with the Fisher's uh, presumed Fisher's cart as well and were beat up a little bit in the process after a net was thrown on you and you were trying to hold back and got hit with a big rock and a club a few too many times to where you guys settled with you healing them and you going on their way or jogging we'll off. Call it a draw. Called it a draw for the time being and you blocked them in there. With a with a bunch of their crates, even though the door opened inward, um, still have to climb out. It's a hassle. Yeah, it is definitely a hassle for them. Uh, you then left with this probably this sense of you need to defeat them still in your mind um, before actually I will crush them before getting back along with a lot of the other group and finding that uh, Crud was actually in trouble. Uh, Borovic, you were assisting, you actually saw Twig go upstairs, and uh, you saw that she had a little bit of a tear in her eye, and you went to figure out what was wrong with her, and it seems like she's dealing with a lot of the stress that she's put on herself after her parents are gone and or uh, deceased, and uh, you weighed in by talking about your uh, your step-parents, or adopted parents, if you would, and then said that your situation was much worse, and, or that your situation was worse, um, so, it, so it'll be okay. Wasn't the point. But yeah, it was one hell of a pep talk. Yeah, no, you did your best to pep talk her, and you at least got her to not think about it by also um, saying you should get back to the stable. And took um, the two of you went back and then heard the noise as well and rendezvoused with uh, Ithquant. Um, Address, you got yourself in a good deal of a fight as <laughs> um, after your fight, um, which you had won, you were uh, known as the chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Your new title as you were cracking backs and uh, drinking too much alcohol. Vralden was there to actually heal uh, a little bit of your drunkenness away with a, uh, one of his uh, tinctures. And uh, you made your way out and helped by Vralden down to the shore where you guys rode back with the group to find that there was something wrong. And as well as Vralden, you did some slight listening in onto the conversation and conversing with the baron of the town and learned he doesn't seem to have a lot of control on the situation on the other side of the town, and a lot of it has been delegated to the immortals, and he seems to be more preoccupied with a lot of the upkeep of being a baron of a small town, whereas his counselors seem to be, if anything, neglecting it and telling him it's okay. The When you got to the other side, you guys had all investigated and found that there was, there was something that had made its way inside the stable and was uh, trying to 
or at least got at Crud and had gotten away. Crud was in a state, a daze, if you would, and you guys did your best to try to cleanse of whatever was on him, but you determined you might need some form of other substance to take care of him. Um, Browdon, you confirmed that holy water would be the best, and uh, Ithquant, you were able to confirm that you do know, in fact, how to apply and use and make holy water. So you knew how to perform this form of like light exorcism onto him to get ever whatever evils out of him, out of him. And you guys dispersed to do miscellaneous things to get all those done, and um, you were able to come in contact from the church, the holy water, and get some. You did not have to perform a heist, Vorvik, unfortunately, and you were able to take the holy water back. It's quant you were preparing to make holy water with powdered uh, silver, only, and we'll jump back to there. Veralden, in the meantime, you also headed <laughs> off to talk to the immortals to learn that they didn't seem to be taking the uh, situation as serious, but also because it seemed like they felt that the town itself was neglected anyways, or this side of it more so. So you chose to, as he, despite the ur- urgings of Deacon Ebhart, you chose to make your way into the forest to yeah. expertly navigate, despite not much of a trail other than what you had previously saw, right. into the forest, into an undercroft area under roots, and then proceed to not be able to find whatever the entity was at all, only to have it find you and infiltrate your mind in some way, giving you a sense of unease and bringing up the past to you in your own head, despite the fact you were ready to riff it with some really good that comebacks. That was a pretty good comeback. But I, were you saying them out loud or were you saying them in your head? <laughs> I at least said the first one out loud because okay. I was too good to not say out loud. Okay. So we will pick back up with Vralden, you heading back after that, trying to re- relapsing over a little bit of what you had just dealt with. And mm-hmm. Plato getting back from uh, getting back from Tana's in, in an instantly you hear from the inside uh, one, you hear from the inside, Ithquance, uh seems to be making some minor preparation noises and probably every once in a while just shouting some stuff in Draconic, but um, not being too loud uh, as to disturb sleeping people. Uh, Twig, as well as inside, located with Crud, uh, coming across the river right now from the, uh, from the, uh, the ferry service across, you can see Borovic and uh, Address as the two of you crossing the water see plato you you thought he was you, you didn't think he was back yet but you guys could have swore you saw him just appear out of nowhere it might just be a trick of the night but you feel like you just saw him appear out of nowhere which you've never seen him do before plato seems to be standing there what are you doing we'll start from there i'm just kind of like well i definitely didn't expect that to be teleported just it's almost uh psychic how he do just uh threw me over here I guess he knew where I was, uh, where our cart was, so, but, um, I guess we're just kind of looking around, looking to see, okay, yeah, I'm here at the thing, okay, yeah. we're looking to see who's around. Yeah, you hear Bookie from your back, is everything okay, sir? Um, yeah, everything's fine. Oh, it just felt like you had a surge of energy for a second. Oh, you know me with my energies. Yeah, you do talk a big game about your energy. My energy is... Hey, but you said you're stopping the other energy. BD, BD you're not doing that anymore, right? No, we're done with that. Okay. So you're good? Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're, uh, yeah. Bookie flies back into your backpack. <laughs> it does make a little airplane noise every time he flies back in. Um, and so is there anybody outside of the shack or do I just... Uh... Borvik and Address are like docking right now and walking up to the uh, stable. Um, 
Okay, so I hear you hear Hey, what's up, guys? Um, when when did you get here? Uh, just now. Hmm. Mm. Anyways, uh, so how long have you been here? Um, twenty seconds. Okay. All right. Here's the situation. So, crud. Not doing good. In effectively unconscious. What? Yes. Um, something got to him that we believe to be. Have you heard of the god True Chaos? Yes, I've heard. The gods meddling with a yes. little boy, and we think he's in the forest. He's gone. You just no, no. Crud's in the fo- Crud's here. Oh, True Chaos is in the forest. Oh, uh, I think that's what Ithquan said. Anyway, Ithquan, you can hear this subtle conversation going on from outside. I'm focusing on prepping for the um, the ritual. Oh, okay. but they said holy water would help, and so we got some. Okay. Uh, uh so we should probably go inside. Okay. And yeah, give yeah. it to him. Anyways, we're gonna do that now. Uh, yes, I'm gonna go in there. Okay. Yeah, you head inside and you see, uh, you see Ithquant and you see uh Twig, and she kind of runs up and she's like, "You guys got it, right? Yeah, we got the holy water." That goes a little against my plans, but okay. Well, I mean, um, that's what you I can improvise. Anyways, um, I'm going. Uh, I begin spursing the holy water upon him, and where the wound was concentrated, uh, and in draconic, mm-hmm. I will read it in English. Oh, thank for you. all of our beautiful viewers. Uh, yeah, thank you. <clears throat> Blessed doing, I know you grant me these powers for conquest. But I ask of you to help me save this child that he might live to see your great paradise. And, you know, holy water. You pour the holy water on and you see it starts to sizzle. And specifically, it's like you see the holy water move along his body and concentrate at the leg. And it slowly starts to absorb into his leg. And then you see the skin goes from like a red to a lighter pink color. And then you see his eyes start to go back to gain color once again to like a deep brown. And you see he wakes up in an instant, and he's like, ah! Thank you, Doomwing. As you feel this gentle gust of wind, only you, uh, just pass by you. Um, and Additionally to all of y'all, Doomwing is still Doomwing and Draconic. <laughs> so if anyone, <laughs> if anyone is familiar with the name, then... <laughs> Um, you guys are very, very familiar with the name as it's been mentioned a few times prior to even meeting Ithquant about this cult called the Crimson, where the name Doomwing has come up quite a bit as them going along and pillaging a lot of homes and stuff in, in the sovereignty. Hmm. So that's news to you guys. We have big issues at the moment. Uh, so. <laughs> Just because I know it's a bit of controversy right now. No, absolutely. Thank you. Where's Varelin? Hopefully not in the woods. You're on your way back. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't he going to the forest? I believe he was, despite encouragement not to. Did anyone want to go look for him? And how are you doing, Crud? The God True Chaos is in there. Uh, something like that. Okay. Jesus Christ! The God is in there. Uh, <laughs> a creature of the God. Um, <laughs> Who's so Jesus Christ? So we're not going to have to fight a God. Isn't Jesus Christ like a famous cleric or something? <laughs> well, it was in the Bible. Jesus, no, Jesus no. Christ. Oh, you're not here. He's the, my favorite character from my fairy tales. Yeah, again, he's like an ancient cleric. What was the dude's name? We, we met a dude who said he wrote the Bible. Oh, the <laughs> druid! Yeah, the druid. What was yeah. his name? Oh. 
We'll call him Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> ah, yes, Matthew. Yeah. Remember, I, I remember because I called the fucking resurrection a plot hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, does anyone want to go see if you could see him or no? Crud. Yes. Uh, Crud gets up onto his feet. Twig gives him a big hug and he's like, yeah. But he gives you a little nod like he's doing better. Crud seems to f- like he's feeling fine now. Um, you know that he's not capable of normal speech uh but he's it does look like he has seen something that he doesn't know how to explain either uh and by that he's just got that child fright in his eyes and it doesn't seem to calm other than his uh little sister hugging him and the little the huge astrophonic (laughs) hand on his head it is okay small child (laughs) the doomwing has saved you he doesn't understand the concept so he's very seems very thankful he's just like hmm and he kind of looks around at all of you. He does notice that um, he point. You see, he points outside and like points that it's nighttime. And mm-hmm. Twig's like, "Yeah, you guys do only have about like six and a half hours left of sleep." Okay, all right, I'm sleeping. Yep, we. Go but you're sleep. standing. Not that. that. Okay. <laughs> do you? I just no, no. I sleep normal. <laughs> Seems like something you would do. That was my last character, and he didn't stand. He embedded himself into <laughs> the objects around him. You, but yeah, uh, Veralden, you get to the outskirts of the town, wandering back in. It's a little bit, it's, things are a lot brighter. Like you've kind of got like, yeah, um, like all of the lights seem to be a lot more concert. Gives you a headache looking at them. Always. Um, you look at your arm and you see you've got a little rash on it. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to head back to the stable. Yeah, you Um, wander back up there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to poke my head in, be like, everyone's alive, right? Right? Everything looks looking good. We got the whole lot of. Because I assume they're asleep by now. Oh. Yeah, probably. It's probably like 15 minutes after, so. Right, right. I'm just like the head poking, make sure everyone's okay, and then I'm going to go get on the roof. Okay. And keep watch, specifically on the forest, as I try and ponder what the fuck this thing is. Are you. Are you going to forego sleeping? Yes. Okay. Um, um, I, roll a constitution saving throw. This I'll let you go into whatever you're saying after. Yeah, yeah. 12. Okay. You're able to ward off like a level of exhaustion from not sleeping Hell at yeah. night. Um, you remember back as like, there's a couple days where you've been able to sleep a little less than some people, and it might be related to like your mother's roots of uh, oh, yeah. elves not having to rest, but you are still fully human. Yeah, as you know, you don't may not identify that way, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just gonna stay up mostly from you know that that was an experience. Um, gonna ponder that shit, keep a watch on the forest, make sure nothing else comes out of that. Absolutely. Um, from my little vantage point, up just brood a bit. Um, you yeah, know, you know exactly gargoyle. where you're looking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then using new information gathered, like oh, it's from the chaos and stuff. Try it. Figure out, like, try and place what it is again, if yeah. possible. Uh, I'll let you make a hell of a arcana check here, because this is... You guys at least understood at the Conclave, you guys tried to protect a lot of magical creatures. Yeah. And a lot of magical creatures that aren't necessarily good weren't on the plane at the time. And so you guys would at least know that these ones weren't here in your order. But you may not necessarily be able to narrow it down to yeah. what exactly. So go ahead and roll an arcana check. 
That's a three. So, we're back to the sub-five rolls. Let's go. <laughs> it could just be... Dorky Thorky. Hmm. From the dead. <laughs> but that you could push that thought back. <laughs> yeah, nah. Your uh, mind, it's when you're thinking about it, your mind starts to wander back to problems you've had in the past of like it when times when you felt like this where like your mind isn't clear as it is it it doesn't feel 100 percent clear now almost foggy like and it's just like it brings you back um it brings you back to days of your past during certain events and battles that you've almost felt foggy in the mind then maybe it's the rush of battle or is it something else Hmm. but eventually the sun rises and you guys hear some more. Uh, you guys do get a long rest. Yay. Despite the lessened time of sleeping, you guys had some very busy times. I will let it slide a little bit, even though it was about six and a half hours. Um, I didn't push that clock very fast in the night either. I probably should have been like, hey, it's bedtime. Who has a hangover? Me. <laughs> One. Anyone else? I feel great. Plato, you... You smoked a lot of shit. You don't know what it was yesterday. You feel really good. <laughs> okay. Maybe too much sleep is my fault. Anyone else feeling bad? Of Rowden's notably missing too. Like um, missing from the group. Missing from here. He's not here. Hmm. Rowden. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? You hear it. You hear that from? It's not the first time you've heard this either. <laughs> You you definitely remember back to you being in a tree, and then it's, it's cool when you wander off in the woods when you're looking for food and all. But uh, we got important stuff today. Kind of need you to come back. I will walk in the door. <laughs> yeah, you hear some movement from up on top of the roof. I mean, boots uh, of well, elven kind. Sorry, yeah, you have boots of elven kind. That's completely good. You don't hear any movement on the roof. You just see Verothan walk through the door. You feeling physically fine? Always. Are you lying? No. Are you feeling physically fine technically now? I, I mean, I, I said you felt like a little out of wits, but that's more in your head. Yeah, that, that's like a mentally not fine. But you, know, you just mentioned something about like a rash. Oh, yeah. You, do you mention anything about the rash? I'm not too worried about it at the moment. If it gets out of hand, it gets out of hand. Okay. You know. Um, yeah, I'll let you make a deception check with advantage because you said it so ca- casually, and you can use you can use your uh, I'll probably say passive insight because it's just like you're just listening in on it. Which passive insight, so you guys know, is just your insight score plus ten. You're just casually listening. You may hear something funky. <laughs> what is your uh, passive right. insight? Thirteen. So it's a nine. Okay. Um, it is a little sus the way he says it. Now, Vareldon, I can't tell you to be honest with me, but I would encourage you to do so, so I can help you. With? Whatever's wrong. I, I'm not sure what you're alluding to, but I... Okay. He does not seem to have picked up on not that, my problem. the fact that you read, read him like a book. If he wants to lie to me, that's fine. The five of you... Uh, see, Twig has gotten up a little early too, and she has gotten you guys a scrambled oh. egg breakfast. <gasps> what? Cure uh, disease. Yeah. Oh, to cure his oh hangover. Yes. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> um, 
you guys see Twig has come in with an egg breakfast. It's just breakfast tacos. Um, oh, heck yeah. As she walks in and she's, she looks at all of you and she's like, I couldn't let my team go hungry. Now, uh, who likes, uh, who likes, uh, bacon, egg and cheese? Who likes sausage, egg and cheese? Chorizo, we've got that. There's some micro pigs in town. We use those. Hmm. I'm fine with whatever. Yeah, same. Chorizo. <laughs> Sausage. Can, can I eat cheese? Do you not like cheese? I, I don't know if I can eat cheese. I've never, never had cheese. Oh, it's really good if you try it. But can I eat it? That's what, it, that's what it's you, for. Well, yeah. Can I eat bread? <laughs> I don't I'd think imagine. I can eat bread. Can you eat? Can you drink milk? Can I just have egg? And I've, I've never had milk. Yeah, I'll just give you hmm. a taco and you take the egg out of it. Okay, I'll have egg and meat. Well, that'll work. Yep. Uh, and she safe today. Hands out some, hands out some tacos to all of you. <laughs> Yay! As yeah. you guys uh, finish, start eating up all your food. Uh, she gets you all together, and she's like, "All right, we've got a lot of stuff ahead of us now. Um, has everyone just prepared yourselves mentally for this? Yes. Okay. Good. Um, I felt like I didn't sleep at all last night, but." Uh, that may have been because someone someone here snores a lot. Who? I you know what? It's not time to dwell on it. I don't <laughs> want to point. I don't want to call anyone out. It's not something you should worry about. Let's worry about it after the race. Okay, all right. <laughs> she looks at Plato. It's address. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have well that piece of shit. Very deep sleeper. <clears throat> That's um, not true at all. He's absolutely a light sleeper. He's been jumped too many times. <laughs> uh. You guys, I guess before the race, mm-hmm. I have a little uh, ceremony I'd like to do. I guess I'm just gonna go on town and just uh, get a good old haircut, just cut it all off, cut all the hair yeah, off. Just go, just get the buzz cut, just get focused. You know, you're going bald. Well, I'm not going bald. I'm getting a haircut. He's going ghost. My hairline is fine, but but like as in you're making yourself bald. I am yes, shaving cool. head. I'm shaving my head. Yeah. You're going bald. I'm not going. Okay. <laughs> Don't say I'm going bald. I'm not going bald. I'm just. Wait, you're becoming bald. I am becoming bald. I'm not going bald. Is he doing like the soldier cut? He's just going like just straight, just all the hair off, just straight bald. Like, straight. Oh, full bald. Yeah, full bald. Not like a not, not like buzz cut style. Just like all the hair off, sheened and everything. Yeah, like Avatar you get, the Last Airbender. Yeah, yeah, like Aang. Like I could flashbang people if I want. <laughs> Getting that polish. Uh, yeah, weird pros of being bald is uh, you can flashbang people with your head. Oh, Solar flare than bitches. <laughs> uh, yeah, you go off into the town and uh, you spend uh, you spend a few silver pieces, a couple, some would say, and get your hair cut. And uh, you get them to shine it as bright as they can. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do like the whole like uh, like MVP experience where they like. Yeah, it's like sports the, clips. They shampoo the hair I don't have. And then, like, <laughs> They they give the head massage throughout yeah, the whole yeah. thing. I just got my haircut today, and I did go to sports club, so oh, I know this yeah. whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, you have the little towel on your face, and it mm-hmm. smells like mint. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a whole experience, and then they shine your head right at the end. I'm getting spruced up. <laughs> you get a uh, you get nice and cleaned up as uh, then you come back to the group, and everyone's already left for the race. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the, it's already started. They replaced you. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, you guys have all started to gather up towards the race, uh, towards the racing grounds. Uh, you finally take the cart out and push it out. It's it's decently heavy, and you know you'll have to push it with crud on there. And you guys are really trusting in that you 
you as a unit, as a team of people, will have to push this cart. And uh, you definitely are able to position yourselves to where, like, the stronger people are pushing more of the load at the base of it. So you put the two strongest people at the back. And then every once in a while, you guys will be able to shift out and replace jobs. As you rock, paper, scissors to determine who's stronger. So evenly matched. All right, you can go in the back. (laughs) (laughs) You you take a position right up next to Twig, so you can actually just blow breath at people (laughs) when they get close. Um, So let me do a very quick explanation of how these rules work um, as... I will do it once, and then anyone that still has questions on it can re-listen to it. Um, what you, what the players have been doing is every time they do something in this, uh, they did something before, the, of two carts, they would affect the modifiers of them. Now, each cart has a different modifier, and those modifiers determine how far they travel each round. Uh, so simply put, teams are broken down into a driver, in your guys' case it's Twig, four pushers, and a cart manager. The cart manager will change every round to give a new pusher a break, and to essentially give another person a round as a cart manager. In order to expedite the process of each round uh, and the other teams, I have randomly rolled a lot of rounds for each of these other teams and put them on a piece of paper. I will consult at each round, and basically what they do can slow the other carts down. They've, they randomly determined who they were going to attack each round and what the results of the attack are, so we won't have to go too much far into detail on figuring out what they did every time, and so we can get through this pretty fast. Um, the at the start of each round of the race a cart manager can choose to attack or defend you do so before you know if the uh, team will be attacking you and the cart manager uh, then tells me who they will attack and they can commence with an attack each cart has a base armor class of 15 and a damage threshold of 12 Uh, and it's all incremental so if you do double 12 damage or double that threshold then you can actually do additional damage to the cart. If you deal 12 points of damage to the cart, it suffers one minus one speed for the remainder of the race into the forest. The damage threshold is reduced by a modifier related to the offensive capability. I'm going to sum this up for people listening, because this sounds like a lot of complicated stuff, and it's really just going to come down to rolling some dice. Basically, they're going to roll dice to attack the cart, and the pushers are going to... There's four pushers. They're going to roll dice to push the cart. They roll a d4 and push the cart a number, a distance equal to a distance equal to the number they rolled. If their strength is 18, which the only one here is, that's 18 is Borovic, they push, they get a plus one to their uh, roll. Uh, their cart is trying to get a distance of 70. Each round, they will roll their d4s and do that. And they can other carts can slow them down, and they can slow other carts down. Once they get to 70, they've made it to their destination, and their cart is essentially there, and they can start the next leg of the race, which will be gathering the supplies from the forest, which will do the rules quickly when we get there. Um, every round that they go through is five minutes of racing. And so all of the players here will understand that every round you take is five minutes and everything we do here. So normally it's traditionally just a few seconds, but in this case, since it's a whole race, it is five minutes. So it's you accomplishing, maybe running to another cart, attacking it, or and then coming back, or defending, keeping a vigilant lookout on your cart for a certain amount of time. Um, so the players can choose basically what they want to do in these rounds, and it could be damaging other carts, or defending their own cart, and that can affect how other people attacking their cart or defending their cart, how stuff goes down with that. So it's pretty pretty all rule cleared out for us, and you can listen to this again if you need to understand the rules more, and I will answer any questions people have about this race, and I'll just post the rules for it on 
either our Instagram or something like that. So, so you guys know, and I know you're not going to keep track diligently of how far you make it. At the end of the round, I'll tell you what place people are in to make it easy for you. Your guys' cart is at a current speed of three. Meaning at the end of each round, after things transpire, uh, you guys will have traveled three. Uh, in three distance, in addition to whatever you roll, like D4, whatever your results of your D4s are. So, we can determine whoever is pushing first, uh, just go ahead and determine now, and what we'll do is we'll move around our room now, and then we'll just have the next person in the line take over the position. So we just go left to right or right to left? Yeah, we'll do we'll do whichever one you want. Who do you want to be the first cart manager? Plato. I agree. Plato. It will be the cart manager. Okay, that's perfect. Uh, if you guys have, um, essentially, you're, all you're gonna have to do is tell me whether you want to attack or defend when the time when we start, and that'll be the simplicity of that. And everyone else over here, and by over here I refer to everyone else at the table. Uh, you will roll a four sided dice and just tell. Hold your number up for one of the player. Hold your number up, and then one of you guys tell me the total. And we'll trust. In this case, we'll entrust this for Jaden to read out the number of the dice rolled, and we'll do it after we take care of the combat uh, or whatever he chooses to do as the cart manager. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. So you hear an announcer, and you guys hear, and you'll well have to mind the shuffling of papers, as I'm going to have like three different papers up here for myself. Because this is a lot of numbers to track on my part. (laughs) Twig walks up to you guys, and she's like, you can see she's got blue paint across her face. um, And she's wearing a kilt. And um, she looks at all of you and stands back and kind of has her arms behind her back and is like doing like a officer march as she looks periodically to you guys. If Quant takes a salute. Uh, uh, Yes, of course. My, my loyal subjects and honored friends, my team, my cart, my family, I don't have parents anymore, but I've got the next best thing. I've got a team. And if I have to carry you on my back, you're all very heavy and we will lose. <laughs> So I will say with certainty, you have to carry your own weight. This is a this is an inspiration speech, but it's also a please do your job speech. Just know that at the end of this, I will at least say your names in my final speech. Whether it's casually in the manner of I just name drop it, or I try to blend it into another word, and then just say that other word. I will do that if we win. And I will also send a message to all of those businesses out there that don't care about what's going on with the mind fog and don't care that the sovereignty could just draft people into their army and just take people from from their homes like my dad and then now me and crud have to be raised you get the point mm-hmm. we're fighting back at that that's what we're fighting for so so people don't just get their free advertisements and this, i just want to show this competition is a sham and they need to understand that Wonderful. Good job, kid. Does anyone else have any other... Uh, Before we begin, I just want to check in one last time with everyone. If anyone is feeling even slightly not up to this race, let me know. I'll put you together and we'll race good. Anyone at all. 
Why are you looking Stares at me? intently at Ferelden. <laughs> I'm feeling fine. You're lying to me. I'm not? You are. The rash doesn't hurt, so... Yeah. But, yeah, you do know it's a physical blemish. that You know he was, in a way, lying to you still. Despite the fact, yes. I feel fine. Yeah. <sighs> well, I believe him. Vorstrix, no offense, but I think you'd believe a wood that told you it was a rock. So you've seen them too. Oh my god. You can have an inspiration. (laughs) It was earned. This is what I mean. (laughs) Are are you feeling alright? Do I need to patch you up? Fucking fantastic. Um, Okay, so she comes around with... uh, Gatorade, the national drink of Brylene, um, and hand you guys all uh, green Gatorade. Uh, It's cucumber melon flavor. Mm -hmm. And uh, then she specifically brings you a uh, golden pineapple kombucha. Yeah! Um, Where did you get this? Well, there's a, in Tannis' tinctures and tonics, they have a kombucha fountain. What? Yeah, there's a fountain for it. T3 for something else. I need to make a stop after this race. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. No, we're never going to leave this town. Can we purchase a home here? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I say we just take the barn. <laughs> what, wait, wait, but that's my... Pro- no, you, you obviously you still get to have the barn. Well, are you guys going to pay rent? No, we're going to take it from the city. Oh, I don't think the city owns it, technically. Who does? Whoever has it Stable that master. The, well, the then there we, we go. We'll take it over. Leaving. We will be uh, liberating it. Yes. Oh, okay. sorry. No, I'm going to be straightforward. We're going to conquer it. I, I don't. Okay. We could. I kill those fishermen. Um, what? What was that? Nothing. <laughs> Dokal. <laughs> uh, you guys hear the horns and blazon as uh, people start pushing their carts up to the start of the racing line, including you guys. You guys see you are lined up to Haven Log Runner of the Logging Executive and Logging. Uh, guild you have keg sternly who looks like his back's a little spry but you see he's kind of holding the lower portion of it mm. and he's sitting on it he's the driver today <laughs> <laughs> as uh he looks over at you and he's like hey there Adris. uh good, hey. good luck today man i don't know what you know but i'm a pretty good uh driver of these things i've uh this puppy's been in my family for generations i would wish you good luck but i don't know how much it's gonna help you well i don't really believe in luck because i just win do you now? Last night we're back to differ. Oh, that's not what your mom was saying. You have a mom? No, I don't. Oh, this joke did not end well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, sorry about that. No, it's fine. I don't really mind. You see Barry Morrison with Rock Lock Light comes up, uh, along with um, this uh, Vincer's Vestments, which is uh, a clothing store within town. Uh, it seemed to be run by the store owner, Vincer himself. And as long, and you also see the, one of the acolytes you guys just worked with yesterday, and it seems to be the father of uh, this Church of the Wind Soul. As he kind of slowly walks up to, he's going to be the driver, um, but he uh, he kind of like comes up and uh, to your guys's cart before they take the line, and he's like, "I heard great word that there was trouble with a child yesterday. Is everything okay?" Um, he's doing better now. Thanks to your help. Thank the lords. The windsoul blessed you. Are you all... Ithquan's doing his best to say nothing. <laughs> it's 
not the first time that your church has been a help to me. So thank you. Well, we do have accept donations to very expensive uh, water. Holy water, that is. But not the point I've come to make. It's I'm just glad the child could be helped. And I wish you luck today in this race. May you guys reach your victory line safely. Well, we will. And he goes over to uh, his cart as well. And um, you guys should really pay them back. It's really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you say you should or shouldn't? You should. Oh, okay. I will. We're all right. <laughs> Maybe, I, I, I will. You guys get to the uh, starting line, and um, there's a guy that walks up, and he's like, "All right, everybody, just have a fair and safe race today. You know, how, you know the rule: don't murder." Yep, the one and only rule. Well, there's a few of them, but I'm not going to take the time to go back through all of the things and re- remind them to everyone. Like, don't fly. That's a good one. Yep, don't do that. You seem like you wanted to list more of them, but you've stopped. You're really taking a long time to ponder that. All right, we're just going to start the race then. <laughs> all right, on your mark. Get set. Go! As you guys see, uh, all of the carts begin, everyone starts pushing at their carts. Every team begins to progress forward. Uh, four of you take your positions and immediately start pushing. Uh, Plato, you standing and watching them all start pushing, you realize you're the cart manager. What are you doing immediately? As all, you see several other people from other teams start doing stuff. What are you going to do? Are you going to attack or defend? All right, we need an explosive start. We can't be focused on these other teams. We got to just stay defensive and get out there fast. Okay. All right. Well, um, you take a defensive stance. Is there anything, any spells you want to do to help? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, um, no. Okay. You know, you're just standing around, like, looking for people? I realize most of my spells are uh, harmful. But that's all right. Okay. Yeah, you take a defensive stance in the opening turn as you see... Um, Basically, what you've done, you've increased the armor class of your cart um, by two, and you have, uh, I'm sorry, you've increased the threshold of the cart, and you've given them disadvantage on their attack roll. You see several other people of teams start running around and doing things. Uh, you see the Fisher's Guild go after the loggers, and you see immediately uh, they, they throw nets on the, uh, on the wheels of the cart and start slowing down and turning out of the way. of. It's, they're like, uh, you hear from the loggers, I'm turning it left, but it's going right! <laughs> and, uh, you see uh, the uh, Vincer's Vestments run and attack the uh, Fisher's team, but they're def- uh, they basically run and hit into the uh, side of the cart at the wheel, and nothing's able to... Uh, they're not able to dislodge any of their, uh, the wheel uh, wheel casing, so it uh, goes slower, so they don't do any... Da- they hit do no damage. Uh, you see the Winsoul cart, which is the... which is the, uh, the father of uh, the Winsoul Church. They take off steadily next to you guys, and uh, he's like... We've got to be very close and in this at the current moment. At the current moment, should we have an alliance of some sorts? Hey, you don't mess with us, we won't mess with you, I guess. 
All right, well, that's really good. Did you see that there? Over there, he points at Rock Rock Light, um, and you see they're running over the fissures. And he's like, but you should really take care of yourself if you turn around! And he uh, shoots, you see from the cart, a little compartment shoots out and starts firing little holy symbols. And they, you see them jettison into the sides of your guys' wheels and start slowing them down. Oh. Uh, with your defending, unfortunately, when I made the roll, they hit regardless of oh, it no. in the first round. Um, as you see these holy symbols strike into your cart immediately. Bitch. Uh, slowing it down right off the bat. Um, the four of you can roll your d4 as you did your best, but you tried to block a couple of them, but you were un- unsuccessful in that. He yeah. distracted you just a time, and he was like, "So long, suckers!" Oh, man. I knew it. Add our strength off, all right? Uh, that's just... only him, and it's plus one. It's only plus one. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, perfect. In the round end, you guys. From here on out, can we roll all? Absolutely, please do beforehand. It'll save a lot of time, and then you can just get the number. <laughs> uh, it, it's okay. There's going to be this awkward silence every once in a while of me figuring out numbers. Samuel, I believe in you. If I'm not doing numbers, you're doing numbers. But what if numbers? Oh man, what if the oh, numbers do numbers? At the end of the first round, you guys can see. That you guys actually slip away and take first in in the earth, like despite the fact you're hit, um, you guys can see closely falling behind you as Vincer's vestments. At um, you guys are sitting at a thirteen, they're at an eleven, um, and then it's trailing behind with a nine four or nine eight four and four. Um, so you guys immediately take the lead off of this as they trail into the next round. The next cart manager takes his place. All right, we're gonna go on the offensive right now. We're gonna we're gonna take it. We're gonna attack. Okay, who um, are you attacking? We're gonna attack Vincer's vestments. They're the they're the next closest. They are. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're ahead though, so I don't want us to slow down. So like I say, we um, we'll take some like I'll tell the people to like knock some debris back their way. So you, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Okay. You uh, it, because it's the course of like five minutes. It's like it, imagine the carts being a lot closer together every once okay. in a while, so you guys can do whatever attacks you All want right, in this cool. case. And we'll just we'll you, we'll use our wheels. <laughs> okay, you're gonna drive. You get you get uh you see Twig. She's like, I'm pulling her over. Drive him in, and she swings it around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go ahead and make an attack roll. Um, and you can apply damage from like spells and stuff. Okay. Uh, if you would like in this case. Could so I potentially use my spells uh, because they have a, a large range to attack a different cart? Um, in this, so it one action, it's one action here in this current moment. Okay, so, okay. Got you, got you. Then, yes. Um, I'll first roll the, the attack roll. Yes. Any it, modifiers are just d20. Your attack roll. Okay. Like you're using your weapon and you're trying to hit an armor class 15. 19. A 19 will hit. Mm-hmm. And then just normal damage? It is whatever. If, if you were smiting, it'd be bonus. Mm-hmm. But if it's just to clarify, I can still cast a spell as well. Or if it's a bonus action, okay. Then I'm going to cast a spell instead, so you can ignore that. Okay, uh, I'm going to cast command, uh, and I will use the command grovel on uh, one of their lead cart pushers uh, to have him fall prone and end his turn. Absolutely. I what I will do is I will let you for this round. I will let you roll a d4 and subtract it from whatever their result is. All right. Nice. What is the saving throw for it? I realize he should probably wisdom. make a saving throw. It is a wisdom saving throw. Okay, so he got a two. He <laughs> I didn't. It'd be crazy if he passed. <sighs> um. Okay, so yeah, he, he drops to the ground. and He's like, "We can't do it. We can't do it." As uh, you roll. Yes. All right. What was your guys' results for your round? Six. Six total. And they have a minus two to the, that team's round. A minus two to that team's round. Okay. 
All right. So at the end of the round, uh, you guys are now tied with the loggers, both of you at 21. Uh, the Fishers are at 10. The Rocklock Light is at 9. And Vincer's Vestments, uh, which I need to subtract 2 from here, is at 18. Mm. Well, where were we again? 21. You're tied for first right now. Uh, Winsoul's at 16. Gotcha. Uh, so we will go now into the next round, which, Address, you are now the cart manager. What are you doing? All right. So I want to take a defensive stance, just focus on getting as far of the lead as we can. Um, with my patient defense, could I use it so that if someone tries to ram into us, I can retaliate? And if no one does anything, you lose the key point. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. And your bet paid off because it's round yeah. three. Someone was attacking you, yeah. and they do miss as a result of you guys interjecting. I've, I've rolled every variable for this, so I know they would miss. Oh, if right. you didn't, they would have hit. Nice. And so I get to bonk them back. You get to re-bonk back onto... Uh, yes, you get to bonk back at someone. Nice. That is a... 20, 17 plus 6. 17 plus 6? Yes. Alright, a 17 plus 6, that's a 23. Yes. It'll hit. Go ahead and roll damage. You have to beat the damage threshold. That is a 11. 11 is your guys' damage threshold because you guys have the spikes on the tire. Yeah. <laughs> or on the wheels. Uh, so you are you do just enough damage and because this is just a retaliation attack, I'll say it'll slow them a d4 for the round. Gotcha. Um, and that was who is attacking you guys in round three. That was the Fishers attacking you guys. And so we're going to say they're, they lose a d4. What was the d4? Uh, d4. One. One? It's nothing to frown at. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys are protected that round. So you guys do not go down in your uh, modifier, which is great. What is your guys' 15? A 15? <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, damn. Speed. Oh, damn. <laughs> we need to get to 70. To start chopping wood and getting birds. Right? Yes, yes, 70, sorry. They call me. Oh, God, some people are falling behind fast. Oh. You guys got 15? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that puts you at 38. Three of us rolled max. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, and... Okay, so you guys have a steady lead right now above the loggers. It's round in, and you guys are at 38. The next close is at 29 with the loggers, okay. followed by Vincer's Vestments at 28, and then... Uh, 12, 13, and 22 from the remainders. Remainder of the pack. Okay, we start round four. Borovic, you are the cart manager. Okay, good. I believe in you, Vorstrix. Great. <laughs> you have the power of Arconic. I feel like we're far enough ahead. I don't want to attack anybody. I'm going to defend. Okay, that's perfectly fine. Um, you... Thanks, I needed that. <laughs> Do you want to use any of your abilities to help defend... I don't know if I have any defensive. Think outside the box. I believe in you. Let's see. Hmm. I'm going to, since everyone's behind us, I'm going to use minor illusion to make it look like our cart's actually back there. Oh, slower behind you guys. Okay. I'll, what I'll do is I will apply a, I will have these people, the rest of the teams, just make a general intelligence check and that'll slow them down by one. Just for the round. People are a lot smarter, I'm realizing. Oh, not that. Not Rock Lock Light. They are not smart. Okay. <laughs> Winsel will be slowed for the round one. And 
uh, rock lock light walls will be slowed one for the round. And with your blocking, you're able to defend against an attack uh, yeah. this round. Sweet. And they provide no damage because of it. It was rock lock light that attacked you too, and then they fell for your ruse. <laughs> <laughs> they attacked the illusion. <laughs> Uh, okay, what did you guys get for the remainder of this round? Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad, boys. Perfect. Let's get it. Yeah, right now you guys are definitely killing it. One might even say conquering. Hmm. Dominate. <laughs> <sighs> oh. gets back into pushing. He's sweating even more than he was from pushing. <laughs> you did great, Borvik. <laughs> that spell was brilliant. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Uh, the best vor tricks I've ever seen. I didn't even know I could do that. At the end of the round, <laughs> you guys are now setting at a at a lively fifty one. Followed closely behind you is the loggers who had a perfect round. Wow. Um, the fishers. I'm sorry, at forty eight. Whoa. Uh, the fishers are at a fourteen. Oh my god. Rocklock light is at a twenty four. Vincer's vestments is at a forty. And Winsel is at a 29. Uh, it is now the next round. It is now your turn, Valden, to be the cart manager. All right. I'm going to reach into my bag past Sakurai and Thornblight and pull out one of my pre-made bottles, um, bite the cork out, and let loose a fog cloud behind us. Ooh, okay. So now they... I'm assuming, Since we're ahead of everyone, they all have to pass through it. Yeah, no, um... I'm going to have them make a saving throw, and it'll be yeah. it'll probably be a perception check, or it's not really a saving throw. I guess it's just they'll make perception checks, and if they fail, they'll be slowed by probably for the round. I'll say one d two could because it could affect everyone, and so I'm going to roll a d six and gotcha. Yeah, okay. So going down the line, fail by the loggers, pass by the fishers. Passed by Rocklock Light. And Vincer's Vest. Oh my god, it might have just hit. Oh my god, it just affected the lockers. So I'll give you a D3 instead. So roll a D6 and tell me what you get for half of it. Four. Okay, Uh, so so two. So some two. Okay, so they'll have a negative two modifier there for this round. And luckily, someone came to attack you guys. And, uh, Ithquant, you're able to release a little bit of a draconic uh, a draconic roar out as someone runs up and tries to basically stick a bunch of like essentially very sticky liquid and dump it on one of your tires and you scare him off immediately um is the liquid similar to that of in the barn last night no okay, no that was okay, a very acidic sure. looking bile this is like a pink sticky Otherwise, gum I might have to drop the race and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, deal with some smiting you you guys continuing on the race. You uh, That was the end of his round, so they have a minus two to loggers. For this round, it's minus that. Okay, that makes it a lot easier. What'd you guys get? Nine. Oh, okay. So that is a total of you're at 62. People have closed some gaps on you, though. It's now, as it stands, you guys are still in the lead, but the gap has closed dramatically for you guys. Uh, it's 62 for you. Loggers are at 60. The Fishers are at 24. <laughs> uh, Rock Light is at 34. Vincer's uh, Vestments are at 46. And Winsoul is at 41. 
you guys can definitely see there's a bunch of like wacky racer stuff going on behind you as they are crashing into each other and stuff. It's just you guys have just taken enough lead just to just have to ward off people now. Um, it is now back to the top of the round. Plato, what are you going to do? It's time to unleash the secret weapon. I'm releasing the map. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going on the offensive. Yes. Okay. You release the map. Yes. Um, so how releasing the map works is a cart of your choice just gets a flat minus two okay. for um, the round. The person who's like right behind us, the, the fishers, right? The loggers are right behind loggers. you. Okay. All right. Yeah, the fishers have like 19 or something. Okay. The loggers get a minus two for the round. Perfect. And what is the remaining result for you guys? 15. 15. You guys also see, um, like, right behind you, just the map flies back and just the, the drive, you hear the driver from the loggers. He's like, what the fuck? You said, Get this map out of my face. You said that the, the map was a free action thing. It is a free action. So I'm so sorry. Still you attack. can still attack. Um, hmm. Sweet. I, I guess I'll... Uh, I'll you know what I'll do? Got some, got some spells there. I do. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna put an unseen serpent into the map. So whenever I release it, he releases it with them. We're gonna have him like, like grab onto the wheel and just like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I will have him make a saving throw. Okay. And he has a map in his face too, so I'll give him disadvantage. Okay, that's fair. Uh, if not, you can slow him an additional d4. Um, he got no. He got a two. That's good, right? That's good for you. Yes, you. <laughs> it, it will slow, roll d four, and it'll slow him that much. Hiya, two. Oh, perfect! It slows him an additional two on top of the two he was already slowed by. So four. Uh, you guys got a fifteen, which puts you guys total at a seventy-seven, ending it at the end. Um, sorry, you're at a. To, at the end of the round, actually, right before you guys get there, there is damage to come to your cart. As you guys see, someone runs up from uh, the loggers and he just takes an axe and hits the interior of your wheel. No wonder they're so far behind. They're sitting people all the way up, like, <laughs> fucking 40 feet. <laughs> <laughs> they're right behind you as well, oh, I guess. Sorry, yeah. the loggers. Yeah. I was thinking of the fishers. Just running all the way up here. You guys just they take a damage to your cart. Sprinting around. <laughs> right? They're out for vengeance. Anyways, I think the fishers are losing because I demoralized them yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> they beat the shit out of you. I killed kind of two of them. I killed and then healed. <laughs> All right. I'm calculating the rest of where everyone's out at the end of the round, as you guys will be at the flat 70 at the end of the round. Um, I bet you they were like, I'm not racing that guy tomorrow. He'll kill me again <laughs> just to bring me back and kill me again. <laughs> we will now transition into your guys' round. So how it's going to work from here is you won't have to worry about the players until you're on your way back. It's just kind of like everything seems close just because of the way that the mechanics of the system work is that you guys will always have to deal with them, even if, like, numbers-wise, they're not there or something yeah, like that. Right. It's just, uh, it would be much worse to ride it any other way. I get it. You guys, you guys get to the destination. You see there's pre-cut logs sitting within the forest, and they've kind of been piled up within there. Um, essentially, like, there's these large logs, like, huge-ass ones, probably, like, eight feet long. That's why it takes manpower to lift them. Uh, as you guys then have to make some quick decisions what you're doing, uh, you see twigs, like, well, I'll, I'll start fixing up on the cart right now. I'll Wonderful. get the, I'll, uh, I have to repair the, I have to repair the wheel. Then she runs down to the ground and starts like, you see, she pulls out 
uh, duct tape. <laughs> she starts, <laughs> just starts duct taping it up. She's like, this will work. It'll hold. It'll hold. <laughs> I'm giving it all she's got, Captain. <laughs> Captain, I'm giving it all she's got. All right. <laughs> animals. Animals. Logs. Me go. and Vareldon are on animals. Yes. Everyone else on logs. All right, Let's you go. start. You go, The two of you sprint off into the forest. The three of you, we'll cover. We'll cover. So it takes three rounds for you guys to do this no matter what. It takes you guys. You guys have a total of nine rounds before it gets back to them. So you, all you have to do is get athletics checks of 14. Just tell me whether you pass or succeed as we go through it. So, so we make three rolls each? You make three rolls each and tell me if you pass or fail on them. And we'll, this is just picking up logs and getting them back very efe- efficiently. DC? 14. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and take care of all of them now. And then mm-hmm. we'll go around the room and you tell me pass or fail. I rolled in this order a one, a two, and then a three. Okay. Like, I have my bonuses. I understand, yeah. What is it with the bonus? Oh, Oh, not enough. With the bonus, it's six, seven, eight. Oh. Okay. I am phenomenal. I got, uh, um, I'm adding athletics. Uh-huh. Or acrobatics. It's athletics only. Okay, so I got a three, I got a modified 20, and then a natural 20, 22. Okay. A three, a modified 20, and a natural. You got two logs in this occasion. Okay. Okay. How many over 14, or at 14 did you get? I got one at 20. Nine. Amazing. Three ro- three logs. And the other ones? Uh, a seven and a ten. Okay, you guys will probably have to stay another round. It's okay, most teams probably had to. You just may have lost some time that other teams might gain on you. It's, it's okay, just kind of the we, we save some by getting here first. Yeah, exactly. All right, All right this is rigged. I rolled a four. <laughs> well, I'm not asking you to roll yet. Oh, so oh, you're just, good. Sorry. Roll different. Th- just roll I'm going to the other two before we get to the time this time. So we jump now over to Address Vraldin. The both of you have rushed off into the forest. Uh, Vraldin seems very keen in this environment. Hmm. Um, and as you're kind of running out there, Address, you you swear you see a bear. A little time for animal handling. Wait, you don't have this. <laughs> oh god. Um, I just remembered he wanted to befriend a bear. <laughs> so animal handling checks, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, animal handling checks. I got seven. You said if it was over twenty, right? Over twenty is really good. I whistle. <laughs> no, <laughs> I said no! Chokey. <laughs> you okay? What'd you get? Seven. Uh, a seven. Okay. Uh, any bonfire to that or no? Nope, that was... Okay. You run into the forest and you swear you see a bear, so you immediately pursue your like They didn't say anything about bringing a bear back. Yeah, I mean, that'd be helpful. They're strong. And you, uh, you run in there and you come up to this... You come up to the area and you think you see a bear and you jump out and it was just a bunch of bushes. Oh. And you, you would spend 15 minutes doing this and you found nothing. Dang. Um, meanwhile, Veraldin... You go out into the forest. Just casual walk. You, I'm oh, sorry. You casually walk out there, put your fingers up to your mouth and whistle, and then just you hear the telltale signs of, of running in the distance, <laughs> and then you see, uh, you hear a loud clunk as a, the sound of an axe hitting a tree as branches fly off of it, and you see jumping from a tree is Chokey, your, your axe beak, <laughs> who has followed you clearly from With the K hundreds yeah. of miles. <laughs> As he comes out, he's like, "Yes," and he hits his head into the tree. I would like to take the crushed uh, flowers I made with the mortar and pestle, uh-huh. and uh, put like 
stripes on his beak as I can, <laughs> as I put long strider on him. Oh my god! Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, I forgot. You're gonna soup up one of these. Yeah. Uh, Adris, oh. you come back a little sad, but then you notice you notice Choki's back with racing stripes. <laughs> the race. Has he been following us this entire time? Yes. Huh. I'm not gonna question it. Um, you guys begin to rush back to him. Um, you had a very awful time, uh, going through this, uh, letany as you, you just like, you were trying your best to grab these. It's just, you didn't have like tall trees like this where you were from and just handling them is completely awkward. You, you try several different techniques to try to pick them easily and don't even recognize like you should have just asked or watched one of the other people pick it up. And then you notice it's already been 15 minutes and you haven't accomplished it. But what you do notice is, oddly enough, you notice that Rock Lock Light got here in that amount of time. Hmm. But they got here like, you saw them pretty far back, but they're here now. And it, you don't, like, they had to have been zooming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rock Lock Light here is now working too. And you see several of the other teams riding up as you see the two of them come back. Um, and. Uh, you see the two of them come back, Address unfortunately coming back empty-handed, but you do see riding back in is Chokey the Axe Peak with racing, sh- with racing stripes. With you racing. have not met him. With racing stripes made of nutrients that increase your movement speed. Is that what that does? Oh, that's what uses for... <laughs> that's what Longstrider does. <laughs> that is what Longstrider does. Okay, that's how he's... Okay, yeah. So he's he's just taken, he's taken steroids. A little bit. <laughs> And he They're gets back, low. and you guys realize you're going to have to spend five more minutes picking up logs, right. uh, as you have currently three. We need how many again? At least five. Yeah. Uh, can we all? You can this? all check okay. now. All right. How many do we do? Just one? Mm-hmm. Uh, athletics? Yes. Yeah, not me. Not me either. Really no, just one. just one, buddy. Oh, just one. Okay, yeah. yeah the first, first one was a modified twenty. First one was a modified twenty. Yeah. Four of it. I rolled a thirteen. Total? Seven. Yeah. Okay. What did you get? Uh, four. I rolled a six this time, so still. He got the modified twenty. You yeah. got a modified twenty that adds one of your logs. What'd you get? Thirteen. That does not do it. We got a seven. You guys have to spend an additional round of time to pick up logs, as you're missing one. All right. All right, we got the boys. You've, you're one. giving up your lead unintentionally. Okay. All right, I got one. Darn. One. I got one. I did not. What'd you get? Eleven. Damn it. Dice has betrayed me. What'd you get? A two. Damn it. So you got two more. Okay. Just, you just got two, two more, so you have that six now. Uh, I think we should have, have how many? Have any? Who is left? Who is left? Yeah, like who has gathered all their logs. It's one of those situations where I'm going to have to do the math after the fact and then probably unveil who the winner is after in the uh. next session, I'm realizing, uh. because there's a lot of math. <laughs> so realistically, I would understand that like there are teams go coming here or teams still getting here, but also teams leaving. We should bolt. We should, we should roll. I agree. We're, we, we have confidence. We only yeah. need six. Yeah, let's do this. Okay. You have six logs to work with. Yes. No, I'm enlarging our... Okay, you yeah. Bookie flies out and you opens up to a spade the enlarge and uh, reduce page. Yes, like grab the syringe and just <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. He opens up and the syringe falls out. You grab it, stab it into him. Why didn't we just enlarge a log and put it in the river? Well, it's okay. We have more spells. <laughs> I still have another enlarge. Okay. Yeah. 
I might be able to be willing to give an advantage for something like Enlarge that. Enlarge the cart. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't seem to be flying rules, but... It doesn't seem to break that. So, okay, so you enlarge him. So currently, he had Longstrider on him, yes. which I was going to give a plus two for. And he's enlarged, which I'll give an additional plus two. He's double in size, he's eight times in weight, and he is... Which puts your guys' modifier to 12 from just him. Hmm. But you also get an additional three because your cart has been fixed up more by Twig, putting you guys at a total of 15 on your speed by default. So whatever you roll, you add 15, oh, no. provided okay. no one breaks I'm your cart anymore. I'm not going to 15 mentally. I'm going to let you do that. Uh, no, I'm taking care of it. Don't worry about that. I'm just telling you guys. All right. Um, so all you'll have to worry about is the other uh, members at the time potentially damaging your cart. All right. Uh, to slow you down more. Yep. Uh, so we will go back to the round. It goes back to the new cart manager, which is, in your case, Ithquan. All right. Uh, is anyone ahead of us? Uh, currently ahead of you guys. It's the race starts to go scramble. There's a bunch of people all over the place. Okay. Lines are blurring together. We're just, we're just gonna. Um... Hold out on on defense again. That's okay, what that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're just gonna keep protecting ourselves, or that's at least what we're gonna do this time. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, yep, yep. We're just gonna, yeah. And I'm gonna find. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a team who I think is doing good. The team that was closest to you guys was the loggers, and they've consistently been close to you guys this race. Okay, then I'll pick them again, and I'll be like. Grovel. <laughs> okay, so I'll have them make a saving throw this time. Yep. And uh, and they got... Well, you, were you going offensive or defensive? I was going defensive. Okay. Which is a verbal command, so... All right, I'll reason it this time. Um, I think we did offense and did it last time, but I'll let it, I'll let it well, slide. Well, yeah, but... The, yeah. Okay, okay, I understand. So uh, they got a... On their check, they have plus two... Uh, 15. A 15, that passes. Okay, so... They are unable to... You stand in defense this whole time, and no one actually comes this round for you guys. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you see people actually come for the... Uh, you see someone run towards the loggers, though. <laughs> um, but you guys travel... What did you roll for your round? We got 10, so 25 total. 25 wow. total. With the... Yeah, with our cart speed. Yes, with your cart speed, yes. Uh, okay, we go now to the next round. Uh, it will jump to uh, address. You are now the cart manager. Defense... Just try keep our lead and hold on to it. Okay. You see, um, everyone here, and hopefully everyone listening, is familiar with the, the old game Call of Duty. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you see, uh, even on the defensive, unfortunately, because uh, they hit with a crit. Mm. And even with disadvantage, they still hit. Uh, you see, out of the distance, a hatchet. No. Flying, they did a they did a cross map cross hatchet. Map. You see the loggers have thrown a hatchet across, and you see it hits one of your wheels, and the wheel just falls off. Oh my god! You spin. You're in the defensive stance, but you spin the turn, reattaching the wheel the best you can. As Twig's in the back, like take the duct tape. I'm trying. Oh my god! It's uh, sticking to itself. <laughs> oh, you've got it all tangled up. It's oh. matted everywhere. You've lost the use of the duct tape. <laughs> Uh, but that just suffers a minus one to your guys' overall speed after that. So it puts you at a 14 instead of <laughs> a 15. Yeah, only a 14. As Chokey is just pulling you guys through this. Um, now, what did you guys get for your roll? 11. 11, so that is... Okay, wow, big roll. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are at 50. Are we going for another 70? You need to get 70 again. You're getting back to the ripper. So if we roll above a 5, let's good. go. Let's go. 
Yeah, you need to get above a five, which, so which we, we already do. That's okay. All right, Borvik, you're the manager. What are you doing? Uh, gotta win. Oh, man. I believe in you. Okay. You got this. I don't think we can afford to slow down anymore, so I'm going to go defensive again. And yeah, I don't know if I have anything else that would be helpful. That's fine. You can go defensive. Yeah, I'm going to go defensive. Perfect. You uh, take a defensive stance, and it is eerily silent. What did you guys roll? You rolled a nine. A nine. Plus your other modifier, though, puts you guys at a total of 24, reaching you to 70 at the end of round eight. Um putting your guys' overall time from any time racing was 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. You did there and back in 40 minutes. Okay. it's um, pretty nice. Logs. The other teams you will also see moving. They'll, they'll basically going throughout this, and it'll be confirmed at the mm-hmm. end. But um, you guys now get to the section of the logs. The log section consists of you guys having to pass multiple checks. It is crossing a few logs at a time, so essentially two logs, two logs, and then one log at the end. So the DC goes... An athletics or an acrobatics check of 10, 12, and 14 uh, consecutively. If you guys fail them, you take a five-minute penalty. This can be like the make or break of the race, mm-hmm. as after a few rounds, the logs will drift away um, if you do not do anything to affect that. Um, as you guys get up to, you run up to the area, and uh, all of you get off, you get off of Chokey, and you see he just gives you a nod and runs off into the forest. <laughs> Throw the ropes! Prepare the nets. Yes, you all. Uh, are you trying to put the ropes into the water first? We had a plan to send our netted rope um, across the thing. Mm. So we have like the net catcher that was in last session. Yes. which Or not last session, but the session before that one. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, so I forgot exactly what the plan was. <laughs> I just know it involved nets to catch the logs. We're trying and to they were on a roll of our logs together with nets. No, 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 no. It was like to catch the logs uh, should they drift down. Should they, it'll sit in the, in the nets. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Um, you, okay. So you need to get it onto the other side, which means someone needs to get across. We had, um, no, we had a, a thing to do that. I think it was like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I wasn't here. <laughs> Mage hand or? How Did you have a spell to get it across? I have earth and grasp, which can hold it, but I don't, it couldn't get it. Yes, there. that's right. We were going to use the, the oh, earth yeah. and grass to hold it. Um, and then I guess either uh, Veralden could Opa, Indiana, Jones style across, or I could <laughs> jump across. Oh, yeah, it's so luck check. Yes, yeah, the luck check. Roll a luck check real quick to see if there's a tree overhanging oh, the area. Yeah. 17? 17? There's an overhanging apple tree. What was our plan? Acrobatics? (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to... I will say, if you pass this check, you will just make it across. But if you fail this check, you'll fall in the waters giving a penalty. I I mean, this is the only bypass I'm giving, but it'll let you guys get the rope across. Um, You will be like... If you fall into the water with no logs around, you'll be like... 100 feet down river and have to walk back though. Fair. Okay. So go ahead and make. I will tell you your DC you're trying to get here. I need a different die. Someone give me a die. A powerful die. Uh, no, not the black one. The black one was cursed too. Yes. You pull out you pull out both your whips as you're going to need to you're going to need to swing twice along this. I would like to I don't know if I could use the second one. That feels kind of not not right. We've come so close to greatness for Alden. <laughs> he bless him. I'm 
That's a good point. I'd like yeah. to bless Ferelden. Yeah. I, and then the other two weakest people. Is that on skill checks? No. Is it not? No. no. I'll, if you could give him your best blessing. I'm going to give you my best blessing. <laughs> Is it not? <laughs> I was expecting him to say oh. something, but oh. he just... <laughs> I'm, no, 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 no. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. See, he caught is, me in a nomenclature thing. <laughs> this is the this is the real test of skill. I'll have to use one whip. Mm. I will have to flip and then catch the second one. All right, you are giving yourself disadvantage. You know Don't that, you right? Don't no. What's this a D four? Yes, I've get, given you that. I'm gonna no. cast feather falling on him, so it'll catch. Oh, I'll give you a second attempt, but you still have this disadvantage. Okay. If you're falling, it'll be slower, so you can try again. That's uh, cocked. Whatever that one is. Hands off my car. <laughs> 11 plus 4 plus 6, so 21. Yeah. It may just be the slow fall. You jump in the air slow. You just perfect timing. Whip into the tree branch. Pull forward into a into a backwards flip where you have to then... You drop your whip out and then grab it with your other hand and underhand whip to swing yourself across. It's the coolest thing you guys have ever seen him do. <laughs> and you land as you slowly glide across to the other side of the... You probably wouldn't have made it without the feather fall. This is the power of teamwork. <laughs> as you land to the other side, did anyone hand him the rope before yes. you went? Okay. Nothing <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, you're on the other side, you it. have the rope. All right, you hold it taut, and you stake... Or you can stake it in the ground. I... We have an earth in the grasp as well to... Hold it yeah. in the middle? Okay. Uh, well, to hold it, uh, that also works. Yeah. It holds the rope top, which mm-hmm. makes it easier okay. for you guys. All right. The logs! Tossing. So are you putting the nets on the rope? Uh, so we're throwing the logs in the nets. The net was already connected to the rope. Okay. And the nets will help catch the logs. Curveball time. You guys watch as you toss these nets into the water, your big nets that you bought mm-hmm. from the fishing guild. Mm-hmm. You watch as they hit the water and they begin to dissolve. What? In the Bullshit. water. As you bought these from the fishing guild. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to hurt them. All right, counterplay. Throw the logs in and then use the rope to keep yourself stable as you cross. You do have two smaller nets. We do. That you bought from the local store that were not of the fishing guild. I use those. You do have those two. But they can help. But also, again, we yes. can use the, the rope to help keep our balance. Okay. Go ahead. You you start pushing the logs out and tossing them as far as you can into the water, and you guys start urging your way across. Who's going first? Um, I can. Can I, I will... carry Twig? No, she's going on her own. Okay. I will have a roll too. Unfortunately, you just have to deal with the fact you have. She does have a plus four to her acrobatics. Okay. All right, I will go first. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. All right. All right, so you're trying to beat a 10, a 12, and then a 14. You do not go back to the start afterwards. You mm-hmm. suffer the penalty, then you can try the check again. Okay, 10. Rowden, you sit on the other side. I pass idly, a 10. Holding the rope. You pass a 10, good job. As you jump through two logs. I do not pass the 12. You jump to the one that the earthen grasp is holding onto that and the rope. Mm-hmm. And as you... Oh, does the rope give anything? Uh, the rope technically gives you a plus one. Then I pass. <laughs> then you pass. <laughs> so... Jumping using the rope, you're able. You're about to fall off, and you grab the rope and do that whole thing where you like put all both legs around, and then you kind of scurry onto the earthen grass rock. All right, as it's holding the log, and you balance yourself again, and then a fourteen. Yes, I pass. <laughs> yeah, and then you jump to the next two, and then land on the other side next to Veralden. 
as there's four remaining of you that have to go. Uh, who's the next one to go? I can go next. Okay. Alright. So the first one. Yes. So each time you make a jump, it's jumping two, and the last one's one, but it's a harder check because it's further down the, uh, further down the river. Uh, that's a 12. A 12 is enough to pass. 13, yes. because of the rope. Yep. And then for the next two, I'm going to use Step of the Wind to give myself advantage. Oh, okay, okay. I don't want to screw this up. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, that's a good. Pass. That's a pass. That's a pass? Yes. Big pass. Big good job. Pass. Good job. Pass. And then that's seven plus six. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. Plus one. Fourteen. No. That's with the plus one. With the plus one? Okay, so it's a 13. That is not enough. Can I use Gust? <laughs> I want to give... I mm, This this falls very in a loose area because it could look like magic. Oh, we would risk disqualification. Not, not yeah. to push him up, just to push him forward a little. Yeah, it, it's, it's whether it looks wind. like flying. I, yeah, strong wind. You do have just wits. strong wind. What I will... I, okay, wait. Uh-huh. What if I... How, like, he's pretty close whip out, he grabs the whip, and I pull him in. I will say... You can move people with your whip. I can grapple him. Yeah, you're holding the rope too, correct? Uh, I can. I could have taken it. I'm stronger than him. I would have yeah. taken it. Okay. So then actually, I will, what I'll allow you to do is make an attack roll, and if you could hit Adris's armor class, 15. As long as it's a 10. Then I will yeah. let him have a... Pl- I'll let him roll a d4 and add it. Cool. Uh, he just need needs a plus, a plus one. one. Oh, okay. Yes! <laughs> you're just, you hit the last log and jump and then realize you, realize it rolled, the log rolled a little bit the last second and you jump and then right at the edge of it, your foot slips right at the other end and then you see uh, Veraldin's whip grabs your ankle and then his hand reaches forward and you guys predator handshake and pull. he pulls you out. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> As... Then uh, you we'll see Twig oh. and Plato and uh, Borovic on the other side prepping to jump, uh, go forward, and you guys see a little complication ensues as you see two of your logs dislodge. Mm. Um, you have uh, one of the logs you can as on your guys' side, the other one's right by them. You have an extra log, so they can easily drop one down right at the front. But the three of you over there, one of the logs is starting to drift away. Um, You're holding the rope, right? Yes. Take the rope. Right. <laughs> now I will use Gus to push the log. I will let you buy time and hold the hold the rope, hold it there. With I just like razor wind, <laughs> show me your powers. You just start swinging your sword, at it, and it starts like moving. As you cast Gust with your uh, sword, you could do this three times. So you can buy if as long as they don't fail on the last one any time, you can get all of them through if they awesome. get through it. Uh, I'll be at the end ready with my whip to pull the potentially out of D four. Okay, that goes to. We'll say Plato, you go. All right. Um, hey, Borovic, how confident are you with this? Um, you can pull out the stops. This is the end of the race. Mm-hmm. It is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not incredibly confident, but I think I can do it. All I right. mean, with strength, I got a plus four. So That's pretty good. Oh, it's off of strength? It's off of strength. I strength or dexterity. Oh, okay. Then... So you have a plus three. Which okay. was a saving grace for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, oh, I thought it was only acrobatics. No. No. Thank right. God. I would not be able to pass. <laughs> I think Juan and Borovic are straight muscles. Well, if you guys pass. are going to take your time, then I'm going to go, and she runs and jumps. Yeah. 
we got an 18 on our first jump. Oh, sorry, 22 on our first jump. Mm-hmm. Way to waste um, 23, sure. actually. Oh, uh, she got that plus one from the rope. She just tight walks across the rope for a little bit. And then she's going to try her backflip onto the next one just to show you guys she can do it. Oh, no. <laughs> she falls into the water. I'm sorry. Yeah, As the DM on you, I'm sorry. It didn't roll with disadvantage, but she did fall in the water. Okay, I'm running for it. With her? No, on the log. I jump in the log. <laughs> no! no. Oh, it's all so close. Twig uh, gets, gets a 23 again okay, and okay. jumps back twig. on, and she's like, I can do it, and she jumps back onto the rope again. She's like, I'm going to prove it to you guys. This is for me, and she's going to try to jump backflip back onto the land for you guys. She's like, this is how it started, and this is how it has to end. No. The final she one? Falls back oh, you have, we have an inspiration. Boravik. <laughs> you have an inspiration. Okay. We can't take more five <laughs> penalties. Do you want to give your inspiration a twig? <laughs> this is heartbreaking. She gets... Come on. Is this the second or third one? This is the third. It's the final one. I can... Altogether, she gets a 15. Let's go! Nice. In a perfect flourish, you see... You swear you didn't see it, but Borvik, you had your hand in the, in the round, and you, you swear you felt like you had the power as a little tiny one went up and Dinks are a little higher into the air, as no one really seems to catch it except for you, but she continues her flip and then lands on solid feet with a T-pose. And you let go of the rope because you're clapping. <laughs> 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 All right. Next two. All right. All right keep going, Plato. All right. For real this time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like 20. Yes. yes. This is just a bunch of rolling. It's okay, though. It's hype rolling. Yeah. Whip ready. Oh, no. No. You hear a splash um, in the water. Wait, what is it? Uh, like, no, not, no, it's not enough for. <laughs> All right, you use Find one me. of your gusts to keep it. Okay, go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that no, enough? That was the last one. That's the last one. Is yeah. that it? Did you get a fourteen? He got a fifteen. A fifteen? Oh, you all, you don't have to oh, restart I... from the beginning. Oh, oh I thought no. you did. Nope. No. Oh, oh that's oh. what I thought was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Same. No, you just have to restart from the spot you're at. Yeah. You take a five minute penalty to basically get oh, back where you were at. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay, so we're at fifteen. We're yeah, fifteen. All right. What's the first one have to be? Doesn't ten. Matter. Eight plus four, so twelve. It's a ten. Yeah, the dwarf, unsteady five. on your feet, you jump into the water and you're like, oh no. <laughs> Plus five because of the rope. Because of the rope. Oh, because yeah. of the rope. Plus five. Okay, sweet. Borvik, you're holding onto that rope with your life. That's a that's an Six eleven. Plus five, eleven. No. Eleven is not enough. You. Damn. You guys realize as you see the rope snaps at the middle where Borvik's on. He's just too dense. Damn it. Ah. Uh, as you you fall in and Could take. Plato. Could yeah. you maybe enlarge one of the logs? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Borovic. It's like, oh. that'd be not good. <laughs> I'm Wait, enlarge, enlarge or reduce? Log. I'm going to enlarge the log and oh, make oh, him oh. tiny. Uh, and you're like, no, no. no oh, oh, you can do to... both? Yeah. Oh, it's concentration, okay. though, isn't it? Well, I thought you... the spell oh, only... I thought you could only pick one thing per spell cast. I think you can only pick one. Yeah, you do only pick one at a time. But if like, you I, make I him cast... smaller, doesn't he have to jump farther? But he's lighter, he's lighter which is what the issue is. Yes. Like Dwarves are very dense. They like to be on the ground. Yes. What are you so, going to do? Okay. I guess let's just enlarge one of the logs. Okay, yeah. You make the next large, the lo- next log larger, which is your second check, I believe. <laughs> Go ahead and roll with advantage, because it's, it's log's gone after this. He passes. Uh, yeah, pass. Oh, even without it. He got it. an okay. 18. It, there is a weird, funny... Did anyone ever roll in that 20? 
Like for uh, the crossing? Yeah. No. I don't think anyone did because I would have said something if you said nat 20. You pass an extra log if you do, and that oh, was a... Oh, you might when as well roll again. again, yeah. Yeah, roll again, just in case you roll a nat 20. Nope. 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 Okay, All so, right. yeah. The rule didn't come up, but... You so a little fun thing I wrote for... Got or an eight. Never tell me the numbers. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn. Ignore that, then. Nope. I'm following no. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Four plus four is eight. Nine. Nine plus... Damn it, one short. Even if you rolled the best. All okay. Right. So game back on the log. You get back on the log, and you see the end. God damn, damn it. it. No. <laughs> okay. okay. There That's we go. After a few times, you see your dwarf very unsteady on his feet, and he's just on the log and is doing a cartoonish spin. He just grabs the rope and starts inchworming across. <laughs> As eventually he gets the other uh, other side, and you set yourself on the ground, and you feel the earth beneath it's your like feet. A drowned rat. <laughs> <laughs> your beard and face is just <laughs> hair. All right, but, but but I mean, like with that. As you land on the other side, and you guys turn to see the results of the race, which we will find out next, and, uh, next time on Goon Quest. A little bit of a tease for you guys. Yeah. Sorry about that. We have a, a whole plus 30 uh, minutes to our log jumping. Your log jumping did. That actually happened, oddly enough, a lot for teams. There's teams that, like, I rolled, like, that 23 was, times was, in a row, and then the last people got, like, one, one, three, four. So it was like, come on. Who was the fastest team on the uh, jumping bit? On the jumping bit, yeah. I think... Who had you, the least number of penalties? I think, actually, the least number was the Rock Lock Light team. Oh, okay. That's, that's not as bad. They were, in the, they were in the back for a, yeah. for a decent amount. And which team was, like, the winner? Yeah, that's a... <laughs> we will find out next <laughs> yes. time. Yes. Why so don't like, we go... If say one team won the race, which team would that be? We will find that's... out next week. Are there, like, a couple teams that maybe, like, totally lost? Maybe, like, more teams lost, more teams lost? I think the Fishers... <laughs> Probably. There's actually six teams, including you guys. So, so which which one lost the least? Um, who lost won. the least? Yeah, who, who lost the least? Yeah. like you know, who did it? You know, we'll see the, who's next week. From, <laughs> who did it not win? Thank you for listening to Goon Quest. If you enjoyed this show and you want to hear more of it, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Not only does this help others find the show, but it also helps us feel good about ourselves. Our opening music is by Suma Studio and Alexander Nakarada. Cover art by Casey May. Outro music by Alexander Nakarada. Audio editing by myself, Christopher Chatham. Our Instagram can be found at goon.quest. If you would like to provide the names of NPCs or have ideas for magic items, you can submit suggestions at goonquest at outlook.com. I want you guys to know that I painstakingly edit every single one of these videos. I, I give Chris credit, and, and now and now Samuel has broken himself into getting credit. And I, I've spent hours, hours, sleepless nights working on editing these videos. And you, you managed to just read the one thing you're not supposed to read for this outro! Come on! <laughs> I figured it would be obvious it's not you! Uh, I'm actually in their podcast. <laughs> what did I say? Videos. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> hey, yeah, I got you last time. You got me this time. Do you want me okay, to do you it get again? a negative inspiration. Hey, I mean, okay. I, it expires so at the end of the session. Maybe <laughs> he's a video guy. He's a podcast. God damn it. All right. Do it again? No, it's okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck me. Who's Christopher Cheatham?